In studio. In studio guest with us once again, folks. Yeah, before you know it, it's just going to be me. It's all going to be just about the Glenn Curry show. But not now. No, no, of course not. We're in the middle of a primary season. We got everyone out running for something or other. And uh, this afternoon for the first half hour, we talk with uh, writings candidate for city council, Mr. Aaron Clemens. Mr. Randy Watson. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm not talking. Never mind. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Anyway, it's a Friday show with Aaron Clemens and yours truly here on AM 1240. So without further delay, let's go through all the. I mean, everyone knows you, Aaron. You've run. You've run. This isn't your first rodeo. Is that correct? Oh, no, it's not my first rodeo. Uh, yeah. You ran for city council just two years ago. Two years ago, yes. So here's the thing, and this is why I'm an ignoramus. I'm like, so, Aaron, what happened to your petitions? Well, you didn't have a petition issue because you weren't living here up until and not that long ago. So that's why you're signing. All right, all right, and yes. All right, excuse me. Yeah, same thing, sign in, sign in, right? It doesn't matter. Right. So you're right. When did you come back? Um, like a couple of months ago. I came back uh, March of uh, twenty-three. A couple of months ago. A couple of months ago. Yeah, 23, uh, that's this. <laughs> Tired too, I feel. I know. I'm t- I, mean, I was yawning in face. very contagious. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just uh, yeah. I emailed or... Yeah, yeah. So you, went, you were just telling me you had to go through the Board of Elections and um, um, Jude Seymour, otherwise known as Jude Law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very smart man, but chair along with Michelle. Yep. You had to jump through hoops to, to do this, right? To get um, your name on that? What you had to do pretty much is... Go down and spell your name right six different ways. Okay, okay, think. right. Oh, so the, I got gotcha. you. Yep. What? What? They can't use artificial intelligence now. You know. You know. So I spent ten minutes writing. You know, Aaron. Every which that, direction. That'd be funny if they get artificial intelligence. No matter what you write, it goes to Aaron Clemens. Yep. <laughs> like you put X marks the spot. Oh, there's an Aaron Clemens. There right. you go. Right. You he know, gets all of them. They said you can. You know, you can spell Clemens like we've talked. Yeah. yeah right. M E N S. You know. So. Right. Right. So uh, Clemens, uh, do you spell it the same way as uh, um, the pitcher? Yes. No. <laughs> you don't. How do you spell your last name? Just uh, spell it. it's C L E M O N S. Okay. All right. Okay, so you run before you, you know, can we get a little personal there? Because you had a relationship to, and you were working at a, uh, at another funeral home down in the Syracuse, yes. a much bigger one. Yes, a lot bigger one. And uh, you lived down there for about a year. Yes. And uh, things, you know, aren't, aren't hold right now as far as those, but, you, like you, but you're still seeing this woman. Correct, yes. She just couldn't stand being with you on a day-to-day basis. That's all right. <laughs> so then you come back. <laughs> so you come back like the prodigal son that you are to yeah. Watertown, New York, and you say, "Hey, I'm going to run for city council again." Well, you missed the petition stage. Although yeah. Yeah. the idiot in the five o'clock slot still thinks that anyone who's a writer right now did something wrong with their petitions, but that doesn't apply to Aaron Clemens. Right. But the, the um, I had only there was yeah. only about four days left for petitioning. Right, right. I, you couldn't do it. I probably could. Right, right. But, and you've run for uh, uh, school board as well. Yeah, but that was. Oh, five years, six years. I ago. know, but you ran. So why did you run for school? You have chil- you have skin in the game. Um, you have children. No, I just wanted to. Just wanted to be in the school board. No, uh, just been on the school board. Um, uh, do you I, have any children? 
None. No, okay, you're like me. It's like yeah. me being in the school. Right. Oh, Mr. Curry, why do you think you should be a candidate for the school? Why not? <laughs> right. You have no skin in the game. Other people right. who, who, who did have skin in the game, well, their kids are out of the school. They went to IHC. They don't know anything about the school. We shouldn't have them. So imagine what they would say about you and me with no kids. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. right. But you're a concerned citizen. Right. Uh, which is great. And you want to be city council. Uh, so the obligatory questions. And you were just interviewed by Channel 7, who, who seems sure, to yeah. think that you're a bona fide candidate as well. <laughs> I love this. Uh, by the way, if Brian Watson can call in, please do. Because as you know, Brian was upset that he wasn't part of the debate the other night. Neither were you. Um, I was good with it after a while. Me right. and, uh, then you had a couple of cocktails. No, nah, just kidding. Uh, no, what, you, you, you were upset, though. You could tell me about that. Yeah, Aaron. I mean, I was, but um, we worked it out. Right, and that's why you're here. And he says you're on the radio? So right, okay. exactly. So I'm glad. But Aaron, here's the, here's the other thing. No matter what happens on Tuesday, name recognition, which you already have mm-hmm. because you've been in the funeral business up here. You're born and raised here, is that correct? Correct. So was the, the one and only year you were living in Syracuse was last year? Have you ever left this area before? First time. How old are you? Uh, 45. So you for, say, so essentially 44 years of your life was spent in this city. You didn't live in Pamelia. You didn't live in the town of Watertown with the Duff Man. You didn't live in Rutland. You didn't live in Rutland. <laughs> or or Rut- Hillbilly Heaven. Hillbilly Heaven, which is in Rutland, by the way, <laughs> yeah. which burned down very suspiciously in the town of Rutland. All right. So anyway, so that's interesting. So. You're a concerned guy, and um, you know wh- what's your campaign slogan? What do we say about Aaron Clemens? I'm running on infrastructure. Right. Um, no golf course. No <laughs> golf course this year. Uh, right. That was last year's issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, the hydro. Hydro, right? Big, big issue. And uh, youth development. You know. Right. Sure. So there can be more for. Right. So you don't see enough kids exerting their energies on a day to day basis. I was talking to someone the other day about that. And you see a lot of the sandlot, you know, uh, baseball fields, football place. And unless it's organized, and by that I mean it's done by the schools or some bantam, you know, whatever, it doesn't seem like there's any such thing as a pickup game anymore. No, um, back in the day, I yeah. remember the north side. Right. Um, my great-grandfather used to coach um, grasshopper baseball. Grasshopper, yeah. yeah uh, sure. You know, and I... I, I didn't play, but I was the bat boy. Okay, I so. thought you, you were going to say you were the you were the grasshopper. No. Listen here, grasshopper. I was in the grasshoppers for yeah for Rich Haven years and years and years ago. Okay. All right, so all right, so the, you you have a, a mindset on the community for the kids. You don't see enough of that. Uh, of, of fiscal financial. I don't even know if you said this, but everyone's. I want to be fiscally conservative. Are you a fiscally conservative person, Aaron Clemens? I am. Um, I'd be careful what, uh, spending money. Right. Watching. Um, right. That was one of the questions on yesterday. Right. So, so what did they ask you over at Channel 7? Uh, what, they what did asked, they um, Maybe I should look into their playbook the, here. Uh, <laughs> Compelling. About the current city council. Oh, right, right. What would you do if you were elected? Right. And... Why did you leave Syracuse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll come back here. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Friday. I'm punch drunk. Talked to a lot of good people today. Got some things done. And then I saw on my, on my schedule, I got Aaron Clemens. And I th- you know what, Aaron? I knew we were going to have fun doing this. So, you know, I'm, you're a good sport and whatnot. I like it. But you know this is tough. It's only a 30-minute thing of fame. I, I, and I'm out I, of here. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got a cab wait. You got an Uber driver waiting for you outside. Right, got to go to the Mark Carmel. D- D- Denzel money. Washington. Hey, by the way, that's right. You're going to go to the Carmel. What is it called again? Uh, 
Carmel Festival. Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Right, um, right, I'm, right. I'm also on the, the board down there, so I got to make so, a presence. So what do you do? They put you in a submarine and send you in? Send you and hope to find you in two days. <laughs> Would you agree with me that it, aren't you, I hate to say this, because it was a dark period, I think, for the world about the fate of these five people. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel good early this week mm-hmm. uh, thinking that there's five, I don't care how rich they are, because these guys would spend a billion dollars for a tank of oxygen to be sent down there. But as it turned out, none of that happened. They died instantly. Mm-hmm. They died like days before we were worried about. Oh, there's only 12 hours of oxygen left. I said, no, they're long gone. And guys like James Cameron and other people in the know figured that this little you know, peanut mm-hmm. was crushed by the pressure. And then I'm seeing all these videos now of near misses and this, the, 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 how dangerous this was. So I'm glad they died, they, they died a quick death of implosion. I hate this. That, that sounds like an oxymoron, but it's certainly not better than sitting in the bottom of an ocean right. and smelling other people's farts before you take your last breath. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, uh, we got off that beaten path. Let's get back to basics here. Are you a North Sider? Uh, no, actually, um, I live on uh, the west side of town. <laughs> you sure you know where you live? Yeah. All right. So you live on what's the west side of town? So that's, oh. Uh, like what? Uh, Flower Ave West. Okay. Uh, Fla- okay. Mullen so, Street. Oh, it's considered the west side. Right. So you live in what was a carriage house behind the Cleveland funeral home. Is that correct? Correct. In the apartment. Yep. You're like Fonzie. All right. <laughs> Hey, so you live about, it must be really nice up there. That must be a nice pad. Uh, it is a nice little one bedroom Is this pad. you? Right. Uh, do they put any bodies underneath you there? No. Nope. All right, so, but here's the thing. You've been working in the funeral business for a very long time. Yeah, um, when I left to go to Syracuse, I was uh, about 29 years. Wow. Working for... Uh, Benoit? Reading Benoit on stage. On stage, which, which is where Randy... Uh, Richardson used to work also. And, and, Car- and, and then Jason Carrington. Harrington. Harrington. I keep on calling him Carrington. Uh, like he owns like a, <laughs> a vineyard or something. Uh, so you've been in this business a long time. And I got to ask you off the bat, Aaron, is, is it a depressing business to be in? Um, it can be. Yeah, uh, right. You know, you just you know, give service and... You know, right. help, you know, help the families, and it just. It, I, I was going to come up with a country song back in the day when I, you know, when I did have you know creative juices in my brain. I still think it's a great job, great, great idea. But I, and I, I told it to uh, Annette Miller. She laughed my her head off. I said, "There's no, there's never a camera at a funeral." And yet now, because digital can't, people do take pictures at funerals. This was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Do you have you noticed people taking more pictures at funerals these days? Um. Yep, um, I I know down where I worked in Syracuse. Yeah, um, we actually uh, you could go to the website if you couldn't make it, right? And we would stream it live. Stream it live, but are people taking pictures of the of the body in the in the coffin these days? I've I seen haven't that. seen. Well, no. I got to be honest. I I took pictures of my mom. I figured this right. was going to be the last time. Her hair looked great. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like she would want me to. You know, she was right. dead at the point. She was ninety four years old. God bless her. Right. But uh, I thought so. Anyway, I right. did it my grandmother. You so. did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna. You know, I didn't post it by the way. No, on I didn't it. either. But it's just something a personal thing with me, my sister, and my brother, and you know, I, I forget who else I got. But no, you know, it's a touching moment, and I figured mm-hmm. that was uh, interesting because back in the day, it was un, it was unheard of. But it's it's a different story these days. So all right, so uh, funeral home, uh, funeral business. Are you a director? What do you do in the uh, in the business? Uh, no, I'm I'm actually considered as a uh, funeral service assistant. Right. Uh, you know, work calling hours, funerals. Right. You know. What do you give people the tissues? I mean, when, no, when they're signing the, the door, check. You know. Right. 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 You know, 
I, you know, you guys are great because, you know, you know nobody wants to be there. No one wants to go to a funeral. I mean, that's what it comes down to. But I noticed the people that opened up the door, we went to a funeral recently at Clarko, and uh, they, opened up for you, uh, they opened it up for you way before you get to the top. I feel very special at a funeral. Is that, is, is that a purposeful thing? You've got to make people feel really, really good. Yep. So, yeah, and, uh, it is because, you know, it's a... This, this isn't time for them. You're not greeting people at Walmart and right. checking their receipts. Right. <laughs> They're stealing stuff. But does anything go? Has anything gone really wrong at a funeral in your experience? Like, the, the, was the person in fact not quite dead? Because no. that just happened recently at a not funeral. Not here, you know. I, Some I've crappy country, it. of course. Yeah. No. All right. So, all right. So let's get back to the politics. Uh, you, you're no children. You, you, you're, you're not a married man. So you could dedicate a good deal of your day to day life. To, uh, to being a city council person. Right. Uh, are you a golfer? Um, yes, I do play. Okay. Um, you, I yeah. just played uh, last Saturday at the park. Right. Okay. Uh, great. Right. Great course. It is a great course. Yeah. So what say you? We spent too much money on that, Jason? Uh, uh, Aaron Clemens? Not to be confused with Roger. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I say yeah because of... The issues that they're having, right? Uh, you know, the electrical, right, right, right. So, yeah, the, but three point four million, way above the assessed value as a as a as a as a city councilman at that time. Hypothetically, this is something Channel Seven would ask you: w- Wouldn't you have demanded that they would have had an appraisal at that point, or would you have joined the gang of three and just uh, sucked up to that aspect? I would have asked for an appraisal, right? You know, right, right. And see what it's worth. I, 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 can we do a little role playing here? Uh, you, you're, you're sitting right next to uh, uh, the mayor of Watertown right now, and that, of course, is uh, Cliff Only. No, just kidding. So uh, we want to buy this for $3.4 million, Aaron. So uh, you know, what say you about this? Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm Cliff Only. Go ahead. I would have to look at the numbers. and Well, we already know the numbers. They wanted 3.7. We negotiated them down to 3.4. We're going to get a – excuse me, i got to smoke this cigarette here. So, like I said, uh, three point four million, uh, 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 and you would have to ask a question. I'm I'm jumping in here. Uh, what about the appraisal? Ask that question. Um, I would say, uh, Mr. Only, how about uh, an, uh, an appraisal yeah. on the property? Well, we don't need a stinking appraisal, and uh, you know, and, and Lisa agrees with that. She's in the business, so she knows. And uh, this is going to be great. Uh, Pat's in on it, even though he's not here yet, but he's in on it as well. That's, yeah, we, we have way too many council people here, so. Could you fight that? Because he's a very he's a very convincing, in, you know. I guess well, how, how do I put Cliff? He's he's a good persuasion type person. He could persuade people to go in his direction. He could lead people off the cliff. What would you do if you were working with Cliff only? Um, I ran against him. Right. Um, he won. So he won. And, <laughs> right. Right. And I mean, we kind of worked side by side. Right. Right. You know, um, I had questions. Right. I asked him. Um, but you know where I'm going with this because now that was back then. Now we know, you know, you see, you know, the Godfather, you know, how the, the actual poster itself was someone that was just guiding the puppeteer. He was like a puppeteer. And I don't mean to get down on Cliff, but he's been an incredible influence on in city politics in the year and a half that he's been there. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, he's um, speaking his mind and getting stuff done. He has become the most polarized politician in northern New York since I've lived here. He, there's, there's no one no one comes close. And him and I remain good friends. And I, I, I'm friends with Cliff, too, but he's just an unorthodox guy that gets his way. The other day, he sat right there. Dude, what, you got to go somewhere? He's, Aaron's looking at his watch here. <laughs> 
the other day he said, was a text message. Oh, was a text. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so I got important things to do here. Um, got sausage other, to eat. Do you, that's right. So anyway, so uh, Cliff was uh, was basically saying, you know, uh, he was challenged with the question, well, you know, can we afford all this? What about the money? Jeff asked him. He says, if if we could just think about it, it's, it we should do it. You know, so in other words, I what I gathered from that is whatever he wants. We should do, regardless of, of dollar amounts. Do you agree with that uh, ideology, Aaron? Um, no, you know, like I said, you know, we're spending a lot of money right now. Right, right. Um, I've been hearing that we don't have enough money for the project. Right, um, right. Now they're talking about the, the water that's right. been kicked down the road. Yeah, sure. Well, it's yeah. It's going to cost about, about $50 million, they said. $50 million. And by the way, have you noticed that there's not one street in Watertown right now that's not under construction? Have you noticed that? I, I Everywhere I look, there's a flagman on one. On Unbelievable. Go down Academy Street right now. You'd have a better shot of, at not ruining your axle on the moon as we speak. Right? It's You'd unbelievable. You'd have a better chance to drive down Jefferson Street. Oh, is it bad? Oh, no, Jefferson Street's better than... Academy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know they're <laughs> fixing, but uh, Publix, uh, check that uh, Park Circle is completely dug up. Uh, you know, they what they do is they edge off the old asphalt. And actually, they're going up the Park Hill. And, and they're going up. Closed. Right. 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 But it's not just there. It's just uh, every corner Everywhere. seems to be Park, under construction. The bridge. Yeah. Uh, China did us such a favor by you know giving us the Wuhan uh, uh, virus because look at all the monies we're getting for new sidewalks, new roads, new planters out front of the new food bank. <laughs> We got planters out in front of you a building. Six parking lots. I know. Space is right there. So uh, what should we, I, I would love to see the engineering genius behind that. So, you know, a lot of people complain since day one, since we got rid of the horse, that there aren't enough uh, parking spots out here. And back in the day, people could actually park on the other side of the street when we had A models, T models, whichever. And uh, we had a lot more cars driving around back then, too. Uh, what say? What should we do about this? Well, what about uh, planters? Oh, those are good. Those, those bring in a lot of cars. They got rid of five spots. Spots, Aaron. That's absolutely crazy. Five spots and, and counting the handicap of six. Like, exactly. So. so now you got someone, you know, you know, they can't walk. You can't walk. <laughs> crawl, crawling over. It just, I don't get it. And again, I interview, you know, smart people, much smarter than I am. Uh, they and did much smarter than me. I'm much, sure. much even smarter than Aaron Clemens. They did really well on their SATs. They know their math up and down. They went to Clarkson University, and yet we're getting rid of parking, parking spots. Uh, and not to yeah about the Court Street backing up issue right 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 uh, but yeah. in Syracuse yeah. downtown right and and uh, the upper South Salina the good part yeah right yeah yeah you back in yeah oh is it is it working um it looked like it was working uh, when I was there right. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you sure you were there yeah yeah I, I go that way to work so you oh, no, I, but, when so, I work there yeah so and Mike Lumbus is a very smart man like I said he did very well probably a straight A student and whatnot had a region scholarship on the on his mom's uh, uh, a bumper at one point I'm sure uh, and yet you know he says that it, it's just gonna be a learning curve and within a, a short few weeks people I, will understand how to do it have you seen old people back up? No, I've seen old people eat though. That's bad enough. All right, so yeah, you're abs- I, I But to me, it's not so much. The- I'm not back. I'm not- yeah, yeah. No, you just did. That's all right. <laughs> Either. By the way, this just in: the, <laughs> people in excess of 72 years old. That vote's not going towards Aaron Clement as the write-in. It's got a huge. 
huge obstacles, huge to overcome, and yet he still isolated himself from like 30% of the voting populace on primary Tuesday. That's with that. All right, so, but again, he, uh, you get along with everyone. I th- you know, Aaron, I think you're just too much of a nice guy to be, be in politics. Don't you agree? You're too nice. I, I'm a nice person. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, I you get actually, a little carried away, yeah. but that's another thing all they got. Um, I worked uh, on many campaigns right. way before I decided to get do my own thing. Um, right, I right, worked right. for uh, Matt Duhaney. Did you really? I, I helped him. I helped right. uh, Patty Ritchie, Mark Walzak. Right, uh, right. So that's my next question. I was helping on. It's the obligatory question once again. What is your political allegiance? And of course, I've known Aaron. You are a Republican. Correct. That's important to say. We had Mr. Ratchford sitting right where you are yesterday. He's a Republican, too. Uh, but uh, he's a newcomer to this. And, you know, a, a lot of people can't quite understand why I that... I talk with him. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good guy. He wore a tie, just like uh, T.J. Bab- uh, Babcock did. It's important. Uh, and, yeah, so you know, I think it is important. I feel out of place, and I'm sorry. Uh, no, well, <laughs> what? Well you, well, you normally wear a tie around right. dead people. Why wouldn't you wear one at the debate? No, just kidding. Were you wearing one the other night? I it think was, you were. It was. It was. Uh, it was. A, it was a Donald Trump signature tie. It was it really? Wow. So, are you a Donald Trump fan? I am. Are you really? I am. Good for you. What What do you like about Donald Trump more than anything else? He just tells you the way it is. <laughs> right. Right. So that. So that's kind of like how how Cliff is. But Cliff Cliff is a progressive. He, really, when you think about it, uh, Cliff is almost like Donald Trump. He never knows when to filter himself. But as far as the, his ideology is concerned, he's very much a, a progressive Democrat. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know. Trump isn't. All right. So, uh, have you gone door to door, despite the fact that you didn't get any signatures? Are you talking to people on on uh, on you know about your candidacy? Yeah, I have been. Um, I'm going to be focusing on um, the north side. Right. Um, I've, for some reason, everybody that's running this yeah, year right. is focusing on the south and west. It's where you see the majority of the signs. Right. Right. This right, year. Right. right. Uh, but if you do the north uh, north side. There's a few of mine, a few right. of Babcocks, a few of Showins. So, you know, you're trying to get the, the forgotten class, basically. Pretty much, yeah. I saw a video the other day of Cliff Olney going, I don't know if you saw it. And I'm here on the South Side, and, uh, you know, a lot of the candidates are from the South Side. And a lot of people accuse me and others of uh, spending too much time on the North Side. Here's a corner, right? And he starts pointing at a sort of corner. He says he, he has to avoid it with his bicycle. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, at first, I thought he was on the north side. As it turns out, no, he wasn't on the north side. He was on the south side. He was talking about we have bad sidewalks here. So he was championing for the south side. Um, it seems as if, unfortunately, the north side people, the village up there, and this uh, what, 5,000 people living on the north side? Does anyone know the number? There's uh, less people, but how many people live on the north side? Not really sure. It's like most of the buildings wise. on West Main Street are... Either unoccupied or should be unoccupied. Or, so I don't know how many people or, or, live there. Or, or fire damage. Fire yeah. damage. It's a mess. What do we do? What do we do with zombie homes, Jason? I mean, uh, <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> I want to call you Jason Clemens for some reason. What What should we do with zombie houses, Aaron Clemens? Um, I really haven't took that part into consideration. I haven't been thinking about the zombie homes. Oh, oh, that's a big factor, though. That's, that's, that's a, I mean, I, I, I saw a report on Channel 7 yesterday, uh, and, and Mike Lumbus was talking about that. They're looking for qualified uh, people that can buy it, buy it and then prove to the city they're going to put XYZ dollars and cents into it to fix it. We really need that. We need qualified contractors. So often, some people say, yeah, I'm going to buy it for 19000 I'm going to flip it. 
there was a, there was a house on the north side on, on, on Main Ave. As a matter of fact, ten years ago, Je- Don, uh, Donald Trump and uh, Jeff Graham was mayor. And wouldn't you know it? They buy this house for like pennies on the dollar. Is that the one that sits on like the hill? No, no, it's it's right across from Roberts and or near there. And they spray painted it, and and you could tell they it it was the worst spray paint. It was all the asphalt. You know, uh, tiling and whatnot. And in its day, I'm sure it was Some a nice Some people shouldn't be able to buy paint. They shouldn't be able to buy a house no matter how cheap it is. Right. Because it just exasperates things. Correct. So, but, you know, there's hundreds upon hundreds of homes. I would dare say at least 2,000 homes in this city that either need to be torn down or, or need serious capital investment. Mm-hmm. Now, I can sit here and say, well, we need more jobs. But even if we got more jobs, the, the inclination these days is... I'm going to work in the city. I'm going to make X, Y, Z. And if I can afford any type of house, it's going to be some double wide or single wide with a three car garage for my boat, motorcycle, and other things I don't use. I'm not going to spend any money on an old house on the north side or anywhere. That's a big problem we're having here because every year that goes by, I notice this myself. There's more and more homes that are unoccupied. So to me, despite the fact that, yes, we spend too much money on a golf course and maybe we don't need a third pool, our biggest issue is urban blight. Do you agree with that, Aaron? I would on that, yes. Yeah. So what can we do about that, I guess, is the question. I would have to say get affordable contractors, fix them up, and get, you know, decent qualified tenants or residents. Right. And we don't have a prison to take advantage of of, of cheap labor anymore, so we actually got to go out and get some qualified people. Let's call, let's call, uh, let's uh, let's call Mike Herringer up and see if he can, uh, he always calls you back. Maybe he can fix some houses around, because honestly, it really does need that. Yeah, everyone knows Mike, of course. All right. So at the end of, uh, of your 30 minutes here, what can you tell us about Aaron Clemens and why people literally, despite the fact that they can misspell your name six times till Sunday, still manage to vote for you? How can one do that? Um, I ran a, a, a pretty good race last time I was here. Right. Um, what, what, what were your numbers last time? I think it was like. How many votes did you get? Like 140, 150. And what was the, of the of those who went to the next round, like Cliff and whatnot, what, what were their numbers? Um, like 500, 600? Yeah. All right, well, okay. So you got less than 20% of what they got, essentially. So is that good, Aaron? I got to ask you. Um, For my second time running in the making. Yeah. Oh, that was your second time? Second time, yeah. So did you do better or worse than your first time? A little bit, actually a little bit better. Okay, good. All right, so what, from 130 to 150 or something? (laughs) I'm sorry for picking you. Listen. That's all right. This is tough. You said you had signs from two years ago that you could still put on people's lawns this time. Yep. So what do you, how much money you got into this current campaign? If I have right now, right now. Can I guess, can I guess how much you have in this campaign? Well, one, you didn't spend any money with us, right? Right. Okay. You didn't need out on seven or news junkie or anything like that. Uh, And we can't count the signs that you bought two years ago. Right? We can't. Can't no. do it. Can't do it. Um, I'm going to say you spent, hmm, nothing. You got it. <laughs> Signs are dusty. I dusted them off. Yeah. <laughs> and I still have the wire. <laughs> I actually borrowed some wire from Cliff. Someone said the other day, you slam on the desk. No one takes you seriously. Listen, I, I, it's uncontrollable. I, maybe I got Tourette's. Maybe I'm Asperger's. I don't know what I got. But when I hear a guy <laughs> running, <laughs> running for city council of a city of approximately twenty four thousand people, T.J. Babcock had to, you know, put 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 up his house for collateral for what he's paying. 
Never a guarantee. Bob Shore spent a lot of money two years ago. Aaron Clemens, not nothing. You didn't spend anything. Nothing. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you said, right? You know, people. You know, right? Working around here. Right. No, you you're know. not. Right. Everyone knows you. Yeah, quite. Fr- where are you going? Let me ask you, Aaron. Let's, let's some bonus time here. Where are you going to the Carmel Fest? Is that correct? Yes. A couple of cocktails at the Carmel no, Fest. I'm gonna uh, do some Frank Gar's. Uh, Can you sausage? drink at the Carmel Fest? Do uh, they have beer there? I think they do. Yes. Is that is that allowable at a Catholic? Ch- it should be. I mean, it is. You know, the Catholics I know are worse than you and I combined. So you're gonna go. All right, you're gonna go there. And then Walk around. Right. Shake hands. Shake hands. Kiss, do you have buttons to give away, or you know, what are you going to give away? Just my presents. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, you know what you sh- you know what you should give away? Hmm. You should give away a pencil. I did. I gave pens away last year. Pens, pencils, because maybe they can walk into the. You know, can I use this pencil? I got from the candidate I'm about to vote for. No, I'm sorry, yeah. can't do that. Oh, you okay. gotta leave it up with a hundred foot sign. <laughs> so, would you suggest that people bullet? Uh, vote for you and write in you only because that's really the only way this could work. In other words, absolutely. <clears throat> so you could vote for two of four, right? Uh, of uh, rather, there's ten, but four will move on. But you can mm-hmm. only vote for two. In your case, you would advise people don't vote for anyone. Just write you in and walk out. Right. That's it. I mean, look what happened in Governor or Augensburg. Yeah, right. well, that was a different story. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, the uh, the incumbent mayor of Buffalo mm-hmm. that happened too because he he lost the primary because progressives are that crazy to to drive a, you know a, a working class city like Buffalo into the ground with progressive uh, ideology and that almost happened but they actually voted him in the other way around unprecedented and thank god it happened because there would be a riot there with all those Pollocks down there oh my god can you imagine all right so uh that's your platform essentially you're going to kiss babies and uh well you're going to drink some beers no nope, we're going to just shake hands eat and go home <laughs> Come I got, on. I got so an early you, day tomorrow. You got all right. Uh, when do you got to go tomorrow? Do you have a funeral tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm, um, I'm helping my friend move. Uh, yeah, he actually retired right. from Jefferson County. Okay, going back to Baldwinsville. So okay, all right, good. All right. Well, Aaron Clemens, thank you very much, my You're friend. Welcome, sir. I appreciate. It. I got to do a break. I'm way behind. We got to hear other people running for city council. Uh, and other things here on the Live at Five show. Folks, we'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are? Finding Morning 9 for Herringes Contracting. The people who call you back. Hi, we had a couple of texts during that. Uh, someone said, it's Aaron Clemens. What's wrong with you, LOL? I just, I was calling him Jason for some reason. Uh, and then someone from a phone number I'm not recognizing right now said, yes, they do have beer at Mount Carmel Fest. Thank you. And, uh, wow, look at this. Donnie says he fixes houses, which is just a code for meaning that he's a hitman. <laughs> oh, no, I paint houses. Sorry, that's the from the Irish. So Donnie, Flat Earth Donnie, uh, is stripping two layers of siding and getting ready for this beautiful, beautiful home. And I think in Great Bend, New York, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere out there. So Donnie's changed his life around. He really has. He's a, you know he's, he's got his own home. Had no electricity, had nothing, uh, no running water, so he stripped it down and he's uh, making it into a home. So that's good. Got somebody on the phone. Let's see who's there. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, hey, Glenn. Um, I wanted to. I haven't had a chance to call in the mayor's show. Yeah. But I thought the event the other night was great. Um, yeah. Jeff Graham did a great job, and I think it was a great service to to the community, and, and I was really impressed with all, all, all of the people who are running. And yeah. one other thing, I wanted to announce that tomorrow we're having a Celebrate Life Day 
the first anniversary of the Dobbs decision. And it's at, on Public Square at 1 o'clock. It's going to be prayers and, and singing. So I, I would like to invite everybody to come to that. So what decision was that? Uh, the Dobbs decision, uh, when uh, the decision to send the uh, abortion. Oh, yeah. Back to the states. Right, okay, which was just uh, a year ago. One year ago tomorrow. Wow, isn't that something? So you, you're first anniversary. You're celebrating it, obviously, because you're pro-life. I yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. very much so, and I'm, that's obvious. But I just wanted to reiterate that because <laughs> so often we hear it as, "Oh, that's when 1971 Roe versus Wade." But now there's an anniversary for the Dobbs decision in June of 2022. And is today, in fact, the anniversary of that when the country almost went crazy and we lost the uh, midterms yes, as a result? Yes, of it? it is. Yes, okay. It is. Do you? Do you? I'm just going to be the devil's advocate here, and there's no reason for uh-huh. me to do that, especially in light of the issue that you and I are talking about, which is pro-life. But would you agree that the Dobbs decision was weighed heavily during the midterms last year, November, months later? I think the way I think it probably did. Oh, it I did. Don't think the fact that it was uh, leaked and we still don't know who leaked, leaked the decision. No, no, yeah. We know it was on their after, side, though. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah, we, yeah. we won't know that, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but and we will never know because we know who's in charge. We saw that right. this past week with, the, with literally no indictment on the Hunter Biden or anything to do with the Hunter Biden family. So we know yeah, who's yeah. running things right now. <laughs> so, But I look at it this way. I mean, it's funny because I spoke with uh, uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney right around this time last year. Prior, uh-huh. uh, actually, no, it was a little bit after that, and she said, "No one cares about Dobbs. No one cares about the abortion issue." Uh, you know, this, you know, and sure enough, boy, was she wrong. She was incredibly wrong because it, it weighed in heavily. We saw it in other cases where you know there were Supreme Court races in the you know states like Wisconsin, and a bunch of kids that said, "Geez, there's no way in the world I can live without Roe versus Wade after a fr- uh, after a frat party. I got to go down there and make sure that that Republican judge isn't elected in this state." Um, so that's why I asked that question. Obviously, it was a huge, huge thing for pro-lifers, uh, but we're, we're, we're so we're so divided today that it really comes down. That almost seems the balance of power right now, which is why we have a very, very small pers- uh, a majority uh, in the uh, House of Representatives. Uh, does that bother you that the mo- more than half the country? I'm going to say at least 70% and certainly 85% of of young people born after 1995 don't think like you? I I think it's a matter of uh, not being informed. And also the fact that the pro-abortion people, uh, Planned Parenthood in particular, they have a very well-funded and organized group that they've been... Had years. Sure. It was the you know it was on their side. Sure. Now I believe they are on the defensive. I I don't think there's a lot of pro life information maybe getting out mm-hmm. on the mainstream media. No. But huh. if 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 there there is a lot of good news uh, happening. There's a lot of pro life groups. I hear ads on oh Hannity and I right. think Mark Levin for the pre born groups and different. Different groups that help moms, you know, and want you know want to help moms and babies, and I think uh, that's where the pro life group is very uh, pro lifers are very consistent in their uh, sure. message. In their message, their, and I would also say there's, and I'm sorry for interrupting, but there's a lot of pushback on what happened in Los Angeles at the Dodgers game when 
you know, the act of oh. blasphemy with, uh, you know, transvestites acting like nuns on the cross. And that, that went over like a lead balloon. And I think that lends itself to the anti-abortion, or should I say, the, the movement for the seculars is what I'm saying. So I think there's been oh, I, a lot of pushback when it comes to the issue of abortion as well as a result of that. I think so. I think so. And I think perhaps it, it just highlights the only class of people that... Uh, you can be prejudiced against or violent against mm-hmm. pro-lifers and, of course, Catholics. Right, exactly, and, and get away with it. Because when you're part yeah. of them in the majority, you become a much bigger target. What's interesting, though, is that typically Democratic voters are very secular uh, and, and and really don't want anything to do with— uh, they, they're more or less agnostic about religion. They'll say that. But their religion is government. And just, what was it, six, seven yeah. years ago, uh, Andrew Cuomo, our former governor— you know, he was literally celebrating the day of abortion status, and he actually, you know, create, you know, uh, you know, the the state uh, checked that the Empire State Building had pink lights uh, lit up in in honor of that. That must have made you uh, crazy that day or sick. Is that correct? Well, it, we're, I guess we're used to it. I know we're that was over the top, in my opinion, though. They were celebrating day of abortion. He was so over the, yeah. Yes, he was so over the top. Anyhow, I. Hokel's that much better, though. He's such a criminal. Well, he's a criminal in a sense that he couldn't keep his hands to himself. But he, he, I mean, Hokel's worse, and she's a woman. She is worse. Yeah, she's much worse. She is worse. Do you think they just kowtow to the the higher authority? They're very indicative of the Democrat Party, and I feel feel for pro-life Democrats that still support the Democrat Party. Yeah, I, don't, well, yeah. I don't know how they find a home in that party because right. it's such a anti, anti-science. Sure. Anti, you know, and they'll tell you different. Story. They say that we're the crazy ones. Yeah, And it, what the only way that you can tear apart any organization or party in this case is to have them fight amongst themselves. And truly, the people that are running the Democratic Party are bicoastal, most of which come from New York, Massachusetts, Virginia, Washington, D.C. types. Yeah. And right. but yet the cent, you know, you know, you talk Indiana, Illinois, you got some progressives. Don't get me wrong. Most of which are in our urban cities and out in the Northwest and Los Angeles. But there's a lot of Democrats in between that don't like the direction, and they they're the ones that want RFK Jr. to be the choice for the Dem- Democratic Party. That's not going to happen. Uh, so hopefully one it's day there will be happen, dissent. But it certainly, it certainly puts puts them on notice. It does, uh, but nothing's you know. Uh, he can get twenty percent when he pulls at twenty percent. Yeah. He's, yeah, you know, he's not even. They're not. He's not even going to. He's not even going to have RFK Jr. He's not even going to have an opportunity to debate to de- debate him. And and if he did, you know what would happen? You know, the Yentes on say like the View would just make fun of his voice. Oh, who's going to want to hear a president that can't even talk? They'll just make fun. And, and you know, if 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 it's if it's a black guy that's actually going into politics that's going to do something great, that's great. But the moment he starts talking like a white guy, he's a fat black guy. All of a sudden, they go for the jugular, and that's their true colors. That's who they are. But now, let me see ask if you. you agree, yeah. See if you agree with me. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny. Sunny Houston. Yeah, Sunny Houston. She has she has yeah. mastered mm-hmm. the art of the humble brag, mm-hmm. 
virtue signal. Oh, big time. Rolled it all into one. But exactly. And and not only that, right? I, I just with you you spot on, spot on. <laughs> and I love how she looks into space when she, she doesn't. Oh. She's one of those people that looks straight ahead, and she'll just go on about this and that. And and Mike Pence was bad when I went to Notre Dame. There, there's some name dropping there. I was in Notre Dame in Indiana, and he didn't do enough for AIDS. It's enough for AIDS. Yeah. How old are you, first oh, of all? I mean, what are you talking about? Didn't do enough for AIDS. So yeah, I could see the virtue signaling. At the same time, I question whether she's. Have you noticed? And this is very controversial, very provocative. But people on that lighter side, like Sunny, and so many people like her, are more militant when it comes to the rhetoric. There's some exceptions, Joy Reid being one of them. But for the most part, it seems like those who can either look like Beyonce or not, they're the ones that really are anti-white more than than the others. Does that make any sense? Or would you even dare answer that response to that? Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if that's it's just true. it's just a little observation. It's 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 yeah. skirting around the sun well, with wax wings. She certainly, she certainly fills that. Bill. Oh, she does. She I guess, yeah. And Kamala Harris would too. Oh. And if you know? if you can't see the fact that the only that, thing that little girl was me, yeah, uh, yeah, and that little girl was me. And talking about bus busing was back in the seventies. You're barely forty five. What are you talking about? It didn't add up. And then she was in Montreal uh, celebrating Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa in Montreal. Oh. What are you nuts? You were hanging out with Montel Williams with some other broad. That's my goodness gracious. Check out her knees. See how she got here to begin with. Anyway, you're such a nice woman. But one last question I got to ask. One last question. Yes. Don't you think there should be a committed, and instead of being pro-life, can't we be pro-prophylactic? Pro-prophylactic. So in other words, I'm being facetious. Yes. In other words, can't we just, can't we just push the... The, the the a better means well, to I, not I get pregnant after having sex when you're drunk at a frat party. I think I think that's what Planned Parenthood does, and it's it's not. It's, but it prevents a pregnancy, before. though, ma'am. It prevents a pregnancy. Isn't that the goal? Not always. Well, not always. It's but but you can't talk like that because they they'll use like well, what if you're raped? Oh, but the, the rape is like one of a percentage oh, of a percentage yeah, of a percentage. That's the other thing. Yeah. That there, I think Chris Plant talks about this. The bias, bias of omission. Right. You probably remember when the Gosnell trial was on. Yes. And yeah. they had all the all the seats in the courtroom, right? Mm -hmm. And none of the media was showing up. It mm -hmm. wasn't until I think it was uh, Kelly. Uh, oh, I think Megan Kelly. Yeah. You know, promoted it on her uh, show on Fox. Interesting. And they all showed up. Interesting. And that, that was that was because they had a. Uh, Tom Ridge was governor, mm -hmm. and he made the decision not to inspect abortion clinics. Mm. And Gosnell, well, got away with murder, and then he was convicted of murder. Wow, interesting. And 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 getting getting that message out, you know how he victimized women, mm -hmm. and you know and how how atrocious his place was. Wow, oh, that's and amazing. I know a lot of people don't, you know, who wants to watch this? No, no, by the way, what year was that? I, I'm, I'm recalling it very vaguely. What oh year? my I, I goodness, I should know. I, I can't Probably 10 years ago? Now. Somewhere thereabouts? I can't remember. Oh, 
maybe maybe longer. Maybe, yeah, longer than that. Well, when you mentioned Megan Kelly, listen, I got to do I got to do another break. But uh, all right, well, thank you very much, and I invite everybody to come tomorrow at one o'clock to pray with us. Oh, that's awesome. Fa- that's awesome. Right, one o'clock tomorrow on Public Square. Thank you very much. A well, very lovely woman, needless to say. I got to do a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Hey, everybody, this is your friend Lee Lafayette from FX Capri. Thank you. Paid for by Doug Osborne for Watertown City Council. All right, welcome back. I had to get some water. Wow. Uh, have you seen the cost of a new car? Yikes. <clears throat> the average new car costs $49,000. So it's great to purchase a pre-owned vehicle from Widget Auto Sales, the uh, inflation fighters. Ding, 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 ding. Right on out of Washington Street. L.A. Quarry, the uh, family-owned business, provides the best crushed limestone stain and topsoil. i got to give them a call for our driveway. They deliver to your home or work site. Call them up at 658-2004. And who can forget Roberts Automotives right here. Uh, sales and service, 40 years. Roberts has been the neighborhood service center to get your vehicle running right. Depend on Steve to fix it and Karen to finance your next vehicle. It's teamwork over there at Roberts Automotive. All right. Hi, you're on the air. Hey. Hey, it's SG. What's going on, man? Yes, G. How you doing? I beeped at you today. That was me that beeped at you yeah, on. Yeah, uh, I saw you just after you got by. Yeah. Um, that was quite the light fare for a Friday. Um, here, here's a newsflash: I'm uh, pro-choice and anti-abortion. So how's that work out? You, you what now? Say that you torchlight. Say that again. I, I'm I'm pro-choice. Yeah. And anti-abortion. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. It's, All right. Right. You know, a woman, if a woman got pregnant, I mean, I've had this happen to me when a woman, we thought she was pregnant, yeah. it's her choice. Right. Now, if it's up to me, I wouldn't do it. So, you know, I'm not for abortion, but I mean, if, if, if that's her choice. That's so her you choice. got someone uh, pregnant and it was up to her and what was, what did she, you said, well, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. And she was going to have, it. I mean, it just ended up, I didn't, it, she wasn't, it just was like, ooh, scary. But <laughs> it's only a few years ago. <laughs> I'm too old for all that. Oh my God. I, I wow. Think, what a revelation we're hearing today on the live version. Kids in a couple years. Right, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's my here's my fourth grandchild. He's uh, going into high school, and uh, here's my fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a 20 no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I get. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my grandkid, he's 18. Right. <laughs> a little more, less creepy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, uh, uh, come on, the Hunter Biden thing. God, they did everything like legit. It wouldn't be any. Yeah, well, because. Biden could have changed the U.S. attorney that was at the case to to someone he appointed, and he just let it play out with who Trump appointed. I mean, right? I, I heard that was the arg- I I heard uh, what's his face say that today. Yeah, you heard the yeah, Garland. Yep. Uh, we're talking about judge, a judge yep. that was appointed by Donald, the former president Donald Trump. So why are you asking me this question? It always comes down to that. That's a Danny Francis response, by the way. No, always no, comes no, down to that. Ja Rule, they're, compa- they're comparing it on the right wing stations, going, "Oh, look, look what he got," and it's like. Well, you know, and it, it, uh, it doesn't, it never holds yeah, water. Yeah, uh, here's why. The, I got seconds left. SG. SG, I got seconds left. I got seconds left. It doesn't hold water because the, even the, a lot of the people that worked that were either appointed for Trump or worked for Trump betrayed him anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, it was a Trump appointee. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Go to the view. Watch the view. Half the girls that they have on there work for Donald Trump. They can't stand the guy. I mean, he's so there's such betrayal. So that's a weak so argument. Listen, all right, I got to go. It's not weak. It's very weak. All right, I got to go. All right, that's SG. Oh, my God. Jeepers, creepers. The stuff that you learn on a Live and Fight show on a Friday. Holy mackerel. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I hope you have a great weekend. I really do, because it's going to rain, but we really need the rain. I got to be optimistic about that. We clearly need the rain.
So we're going to get it. AM 1240, WA10 Watertown Mix is legal. Up next, CBS News. Have a great weekend. See you Monday. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Tomorrow marks one year since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Today, President Biden.